Dixon and you're listening to my podcast Sound Off, a music challenging the status quo. In each episode, I explore creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about art and life in the 21st century. Today's guest is the South African percussionist Tumi Mogurosi. His album, Group Theory, Black Music, out on label Mushroom Hour, Half Hour, was one of my favorites in 2022. I am so excited to feature him in today's episode. project can can be thought of sort of like as a as a you know extension of work that I have been interested in in terms of uh, the compositional aspect of the ensemble itself right uh, with the voices and with the with the creative or jazz sextet or, or jazz ensemble uh, mixed within the operatic voices so I've always been interested in sort of like um you know the voice somehow the voices uh, you know role within the larger ensemble and I mean, I guess where group theory, black music comes from is also from my own kind of preoccupations around sort of like the theoretical frames of the political in terms of cultural work when we're starting to think about um, the black aesthetic or sort of like blackness as a positionality that we can think of in terms of cultural and artistic sort of production. So, I mean, I guess um, then the idea of group theory, black music is is also riffing from, you know, Amiri Baraka's um, ideas around uh, black music and the sort of like uh, the social sort of like political significance that such artistic production sort of like brings in within the purview of the, the social itself. With that said, I think for me, then the idea of group theory, black music, presents you know so many sort of like theoretical questions around individuality around sort of like uh, the you know identity politics versus um, you know intellectual property rights the decentering of the composer or sort of like uh, the death of the author you know Um, so I mean I think there's a there's a way I think all these thinkings, all these musings and all these preoccupations are sort of like uh, I, I was thinking through um, when I was when I was writing the music. Yeah, the, yeah. the long short answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. And you, you brought up so many things that I actually had written down. Like, I have that, that amazing quote from Amiri Baraka, new black music is this, find the self, then kill it. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'd love to explore that thought a little more with you. Yeah, no, I mean, of course, a sort of like easy way out of that would be saying that um, the death of the self is the precondition of the group or of the of the whole. So, I mean, within itself, the idea of group theory uh, with a colon qualifier, you know, uh, black music is kind of driving the point that black music has always been orientated around the, the death of the self that has been found for the communal sort of like outlook 
and thinking again from the purview of um, you know the the freedom project being a project that sort of like uh, goes beyond the constraints of um, the self um, and it becomes a, a project that we all share in as opposed to my project I think we could say a bit more of course about it but I mean I think this is how I would sort of like try to frame how to come into the conversation around around that do you remember when maybe you first came across um Amiri Baraka's like writings about these things? Um, fortunately, I mean, I've, fortunately, I've been reading these materials for, for 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 some time, even if it's for my own research purposes on the side. Uh, but I've been I've been I've been engaging Baraka for 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 a very long time. So I mean, I've always known about these um, these positions that he had had around the art critic versus uh, the music. Uh, you know the 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 movements between the 1920s and 1940s in terms of the creative music process so i mean i think um i, I had always been interested around uh, the sort of like aesthetic and sort of like uh, epistemological outcomes that baraka has always had always been uh, you know wrestling with so i mean uh, when it came to sort of like i think it was a no brainer for me when i thought about black music and the first thing that came to my mind was Baraka, you know, because, um, of course, black music also has a tradition within the liberation sort of like movement in terms of, you know, thinking about uh, black music beyond its sort of like national constraints. So uh, thinking about, you know, black music, whether it be reggae, hip hop, kwaito, uh, kom. So thinking about this aesthetic of black music that always tries to refuse uh, the normative. But of course, when you're thinking about creative music, then, you know, Paraka comes into to space when thinking about jazz, uh, you know, the avant-garde, Chicago in specifically, but of course, um, you know, the broader uh, black Atlantic.
You just heard Wadada from Tumi Mogorosi's album Group Theory Black Music, one of my favorite albums of the last year, or honestly ever. It's actually really incredible. Hi, I'm Katie Hendrickson. You're listening to Sound Off on Music Challenging the Status Quo. My special guest today is Tumi Mogorosi. A repeated theme in this album is the black spiritual, sometimes I feel like a motherless child. I remember singing it growing up, and it's one of those songs that just always haunts me in the best possible way. I think my, my sort of like first encounter with the, with that song might have been around, you know, early early 2000s, because my department was right next to sort of like the opera, the, the opera house. This was one of their repertoires that they that they sang. So, I mean, I've always, that was kind of my first encounter. And when I went to go check the music out, uh, Odetta, Paul Robeson, like, I mean, and then there's the sort of like string of sort of like great musicians who have been covering the song. And, and also knowing that it's a Negro spiritual song that sort of like also, of course, it has uh, what we would like to think as liberation theology has this idea of using the script or, or the word in a way to think about freedom. I guess the song has always been dear to me, just like uh, the experience of sort of like displacement, dislocation that has been sort of like fostered by sort of like these these very traumatic moments within the historical accumulation of whether it be blackness or, or the world itself. And and maybe now speak a little to the, the interplay and exchange between instruments and, and voice it, choral voices and putting those two together for this project. Um, I think I really, for, for me, the voice always um, sort of like a, brings a special texture to the moment, a texture that is also really familial to to, to audiences, you know, because I think the instrument is sometimes, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit strange. It is for sort of like people who have a specific sort of like a more mature ear, for a lack of a better word. Um, the voice I have found always opens up a space for the, the you know, intricate moments or sort of like the complicated moments of where maybe. Uh, the voice itself can offer such complexity in terms of technique and cap- and capacity that it can make it um, sort of like open for for everything else to to happen. I've always found that you know the drums and and the voice have this ability to to set sort of like a, a playing field that opens up for 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 other things uh, to to happen. So I mean for me. Um, I don't know, you know, what the future holds, but you know, I, I I really always love to have like a voice in the in the in the ensemble.
That's Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child featuring Gabby Motuba from Tumi Mogorosi's most excellent album, Group Theory Black Music. I'm Katie Hendrickson. You've been listening to Sound Off, which explores creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about life in the 21st century. Sound Off, solely produced by me, is part of the Critical Frequency Podcast Network. Keep up with all things Sound Off online at soundoffkatie, that's katie with a y, dot com, where you can sign up for my accompanying Substack and connect with me on Instagram. Remember to write a review. Those things do actually really count, so thank you so much for reviewing my podcast. Theme music in all of my episodes was composed by Matt Bauer, a phenomenal musician. He has tons of musical projects you should definitely check out. Subscribe so you'll get my next episode with violist composer Jessica Bowen as soon as it drops. Until next time, continue resonating with that great force of music. <laughs>